Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date Mailbag Edition. I'm Matthew, and th- I think I'm talking to Jarek Dieter. That's me. I'm Jarek Dieter. Uh, I will definitely remember that later. Yeah. And uh, this is not a Star Trek episode. Again, we're not doing one of those for a while. So this is strictly mailbag. Only half the questions will have to do with Star Trek. That's right. I predict. I haven't. I haven't done a thorough review. There probably will be some Star Trek mentions, but you're right. That's not going to be the focus this week. Yeah, and we, I think we're capable of it. I think if we play within ourselves and not try to do too much, we can make this a non-Star Trek pod. We can certainly try. You ready to jump into that old mailbag? Let's do it. That dang old ding-dang mailbag? Mm, go. Mailbag by Brother Date. Marjan writes in at Brother Date. Some fabric softener science. Oh, here we go. Uh, so we did challenge her. Let's get deep and dirty. We did challenge her to some scientific stuff uh, last a week. And she ran with it. Was she bored? Uh, I get the feeling she has a lot of time in her experiments where she's just waiting for an experiment to get done. Yeah. So th- I think she spends some time cruising so, the webs. The American webs, not the K-Nets or anything. Uh, you two can check out all of these links by going to at Brother Date and then, you know, clicking around on Twitter to find the the thing where you can see what people said to us. Yeah, I don't. I never remember how to do that either, but it, it is a possibility. It is possible. It can be done. Did you know that my mind gets dirty when my clothes get clean? That's... And that's what was happening during all this laundry <laughs> science. As I was reading it, and I was getting torqued, just uh, a real, a real big old chubby torque. Oh well, it should be it should be chubby and torquey. Yeah, because she sent a lot of links to a lot of stuff. Honestly, dude, I I didn't get around to reading it. Uh, to. Oh, there we go. Uh. And watching the people. I do love how <laughs> we've heard this a million times. And I still can't figure out which one is behind, whether it's the bassist Someone, or the drummer. I can't tell. <laughs> one of the one part of the rhythm section is not keeping up, and it's not a hundred percent clear who. It never stops, so it's really hard to pick up who it is who's messing up. Now I don't know anything about the bass player for the Dead Milkmen. That's Laundromat song by the Dead Milkmen. <laughs> yeah, they're the not big good. lizard in my backyard. Uh, but I do know that the drummer 
is the Dean after which the song Dean's Dream is named. Oh. And since that's probably my favorite Dead Milkman song. Yeah. I, I, ironically, the song comes right before Laundromat song. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to think that he's not the problem here. Because he had such a good dream. That's a really, that's a good song. I mean, you know, if you just, if you're not worried about musicianship or anything, that is a good song. Right. That's a good song. It is, um. Did you, did you, did There's you... no irony. No, uh, so Marjan and I talk about them in terms, in the same terms we talk about Star Trek episodes. Um, they are all concept and no execution. They're like, uh, I want to write a song about how I hate the beach. And I don't want to go to the beach. And so that's what they write. Yep. And you just go, oof, well that wasn't so good, but I get the point. Uh, this 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 dang old record has got a lot of hits on it. Uh, it's got Tiny Town, that's about rednecks. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's about rednecks in that special way where they imagine a world where what the rednecks really don't like is punk music. And that's what they're mad about. Yeah. It's like, uh... uh they, we hate blacks and we hate Jews. Um, we hate punks. Punks, but we but love, we love the, the abuse. abuse. Let's do it. Yeah, this is a tiny town. Mm. It's very difficult to sing like the. Well, it's not that difficult. <laughs> it's difficult to sing like the guitarist for the Dead Milkmen. I can never remember any of their fake names. H- H- it's not H.P. Hovercraft. H.P. Hovercraft. That's the only one uh, I can ever remember. But. Uh, without sounding like you're doing a caricature of somebody, yeah. And since nobody knows that you're doing the dead milkman, they just think you're they're bad. gonna think they're gonna think the worst. Yeah, I, it's hard to sing that bad on I mean, you because you, you're naturally your inclination is to correct it and sing it right, but it's right. you got to sing it bad like they sing it. Um, I, I, I so I was saying I didn't actually read any of the things she sent. Am I guilt? Am I guilty of some crime? We asked her to do that work, and then I did. Well, I yes. So you are definitely a criminal. Okay. That was a criminal crime that you did. All right. Well, okay. Uh. In this in this first one, researchers unlock the mysteries of fabric softener. Mm-hmm. Um, it the article theorizes that the way fabric softener works is by disrupting the hydrogen bonds between the strands of the individual yarn, hmm. which makes them feel less hard. But essentially, it greases them. Ew. Does that make sense? It greases them up. That's why I always feel so greasy. So it greases up your shit. Is what fabric softener is, and the second link is just for the Wikipedia page for fabric softener. So okay, that one's not high science then. And the third one is for the Wikipedia page for lint, and I don't think that there was ever any question what lint was. <laughs> is there something in there about why my towels are linty? That that we could apply it. Yeah, there. let's see. I'm gonna just skim skim the table of contents. I didn't here. realize that all she was linking to was Wikipedia pages. Varieties That's... of lint: dryer lint, navel lint, I feel pocket bad. lint. Aren't they all kind of the same thing? Uh, navel lint might be different. Isn't that just still based on like clothing I think it's still clothing, that... but there's probably other materials have accumulated dead skin and so on. Oh, and like uh, like mouse poop. Yeah, man, mouse poop. If a mouse poops in your belly button, they're probably gonna get lint on it. But it feels so funny to have them walk on your bare belly. They know because they got they little, have those feet, little, mouse feet. little claws on them. Uh huh. They're not trying it's, to claw you, but though. it doesn't hurt you. It's ticklish. Yeah, because the claws are so little. They ain't trying to hurt nobody. They're nice. Uh, problems related to lint. Uh, this includes subcategories of biological problems, mechanical oh, no. problems, and other problems. Let's go right on down to other problems. <laughs> what is a problem with lint that is not biological or mechanical? Uh, it's generally psychological, unattractive, and unprofessional. Psychological. I knew it. 
furthermore, lint may be abrasive and may damage the clothing itself. Oh, that well, that's not mechanical? Odd. Okay. Uh, dryer lint uh, is flammable and presents a fire hazard. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. I knew it. Thanks. For Uses of lint. Composting. Mm-hmm. Forensic science. Tinder. Wait. And Tinder the app? Tinder the app. It helps you find... Is there like a... Is that the one for straights or for gays? Is that a se- is there a setting on there where you can see how much lint you want on the person? And be like... So I would have to like... If I was going to answer honestly, I'd have to say I'm very linty because of these towels. And then <laughs> people... The, my goddamn towels did to me. And then people would be like, ah, oh, that's too linty for me. But then maybe a couple people have strange cares and they're like, that's the one. That's the one right there. Swipe. Oh, I like it. Swipey linty. righty. That's yeah. what they'd say. Uh... Uh, but you 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 jumped in there before we got to the craziest Sorry. one: wound treatment. Huh. Lint was used as a form of wound treatment for cuts and sores as early as 1500 BC and as recently as the American Civil War. Lint Why? used specifically for treating wounds was sometimes referred to as, and here I'm gonna fucking guess how this is pronounced: charpy. Charpe. That's a dog breed. The charpe. I know what you're saying. Uh, apparently from the old French charpier, which would mean to pluck. Sharp, charpier. Charpier? No, a charpier would be one who plucks. Oh. <laughs> it seems like this is just pronounced sharpie. What about a charpierie? A charpierie would be, that would be a place where you can go to get lint, I guess. Okay. My a belly lint, button? A, a little lint store. My belly button is a sharp charpierie? Uh, she also sent a link what uh, dryer sheets do to your clothes and dryer. Hmm. Um, uh, are they, are uh, dryer sheets may your reduce dryer? your dryer, uh, your operating efficiency of your dryer because the residue from the dryer sheets can clog the lint filter and reduce air circulation. Oh, damn it. And, uh, sometimes they can cause the electronic moisture sensor to... Uh, stop working correctly and oh, cause your fuck. clothes to overdry. No, I know what happens when that sensor stops working. Your plane crashes into the Atlantic. That's correct. I've seen <laughs> Just that. Just like Air France. The dryer sensor goes off and then suddenly you're in the drink and no one knows how to find you. Uh, then she sent a link, again to at brother date, but I think she should have called you out specifically because yeah. well, she said, maybe some of these reasons explain your sneezing fits. Oh yeah, because I'm, I'm allergic to some part of the laundry. And the question is, does your laundry routine make your allergies worse? I don't really have allergies, as far as I know, except yeah. for that. Laundry is the only thing that makes me sneeze, like, reliably. Uh, that and staring right at the sun. Um, but But basically, all this says is, like, do your dang laundry. Yeah, I, I try. And don't get mildews. Well, so I, I don't want to get mildews. Right. <sighs> That's not helpful. Then she sent an article okay. about how uh, a laundry folding robot, and uh, you may have seen that this no. is a, a development that is in the works now. I'm out on that. It seems like not a, such a great robot because you can't just dump your laundry basket in it. You have to like clip the clothes to the robot and then it'll fold them. But then it's like, I'm already, doing I bet it takes work. longer to clip it than to fold it. Yeah. Exactly. This is a theory that I have about this robot. Anyway, this is like when you have to cook your own steak on a big hot rock or make your own hot exactly. pot or whatever. Like, just, exactly. Ugh. 
And this is an article, why the laundry folding robot is actually kind of a big deal with no. the subtitle, It's About Gender Equality. And oh, essentially, this is talking is. about how somebody's dang old grandma used to have to wash clothes manually with a washboard, and then she got a washing machine, and suddenly she had, like, many free hours every day extra. And what did she do with and it? Like, all ladies, to, she watched um, fucking soap operas. Watch Outlander and uh, rub, yeah. rub one. Rub one out. Rub one in? What do ladies do? Uh, all, they rub it around. She's, it allowed her to sand it down. Yeah. And uh, Great. so, you know, I guess if women are still the ones who do most of the laundry. Not in my house. Uh, then then this will be helpful for the ladies. And that may still be the case overall. I don't know. I've done my own laundry since I was 12, and yeah, Katie too. and I never combined our laundry. And i got to be honest. Just it, like we never combined our finances. Hey, were we technically married? I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. I think um, history, that's just a, like a, it's going to be a footnote, your marriage, to history. I guess You'll so. pick up a history book, it'll say history on the front. Footnote number 47. Yeah. Uh, Judah may, may or may not have legally been married. Fucking J nuts and uh, K K Wario <laughs> were technically married. We're officially married. We're still married. Yes. Uh, then she sent a link called "What's Behind the Smell of Dirty Laundry." Now, uh, the answer, of course, is bacteria. Yeah, bacteria. But everybody knew this answer. I say bacterium. Okay, so there's one particular stink bacterium <laughs> that releases gas. I don't know. I think this is like data. I think that's plural. I think it's plural and it's singular. It's it's um it's bacterium. Time will tell. I mean, all we need to do is wait for time to pass, and then we'll know the answer. I guess so. Then she sent an article about the. The science of doing laundry hmm. it essentially explains how laundry detergents work. Okay. Um. So that's uh, that's one that you can all read if you want to learn about surfactants, etc. Surfactants. That's my favorite rapper from nineteen ninety three. Surfactants. Yeah. Um. Then how does soap clean dirty clothes? That's another one. Uh, it's also going to be about surfactants. Mm -hmm. Then she sent an article. Um. Uh, I guess this is a question on Stack Exchange, uh, asking what happens to dirty clothes in Star Trek. Ah, uh, good question. Uh, sometimes, uh, I think we've seen them go back into the replicator, right? Uh, or is we, that just dishes? There's only... There's only... Uh, there's two references in TNG. Hmm. In Cost of Living, Alexander is asked to place his clothes into a garment reprocessor. Hmm. And in, in theory... Keiko talks about O'Brien's socks and uh, how she put them in the cleaning processor. Uh, sounds like it could be the same device. Yeah. Uh, also, in the original series, there's a ship's laundry. Well, in the original series, they didn't have all them fancy replicators, or uh, did no they? One, no one refers to the ship's laundry, but it appears in the you know Star Trek encyclopedia, etc. Yeah, so. because I don't know if they had the replicator. Because in that one episode, they got they, some dang soup out of that out of he that got, dumb waiter. He had a he had a fucking chicken soup nozzle, just like in yeah. Red Dwarf, and okay. it, he gave chicken soup to that sergeant who was just just desperately trying to be anywhere else. <laughs> That's right. Um. Then after sending all of those links, Marjan wrote to add brother date. This thread is amazing. <laughs> That's right. Well, 
now your old buddy Kyle saw this. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. he listens to this podcast. I think he just tracks Twitter. I think that's all he does. But he is into the Twitter, and he replied, asking Marjan, isn't that 100% your own thread? Mm-hmm. To that's... which Marjan replied, yeah, that's why it's the best. Ah, awesome. So that little exchange was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, is it a thread if you're the only one who posts on it? Uh, yeah. I, you know, in the Twitter sense of the word, it might be. Because doesn't that go against... I think it definitely goes against the spirit of a But thread. she definitely didn't label it like slash one, slash two, etc. Yeah. All through there. So she didn't follow Twitter protocol, but I, she did... I mean, big ups to her for liking her own thread. <laughs> I'd be surprised for, if she I'm, didn't... I mean, I want to say aggressively liking her own thread. She's probably been retweeting various parts of that thread for the last couple of weeks. Just because it was so good. Just retweeting her own tweets. Is that a thing? Do people retweet their own tweets? Do they retweet themselves? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't follow Twitter closely enough. No, you're not Kyle. To know... I'll ask Kyle. How if people really... I mean, I guess you can read. Every once in a while, I see a tweet from somebody that's like, hey, I tweeted this three years ago. Oh, trying to get some credit for something. Right. See, now when I do that. a dire prediction that has since come true or been terribly eclipsed. Now, when I do that, like when I make a really good point about Aaron Judge of the Yankees, and then it totally comes true, I just reply to my tweet. Yeah, that makes sense. Was that... That's what better. did you tweet about? Aaron that Judge he was a Yankees. candidate for regression because at the All Star break his BABIP was like four thirty or something insane. I think you said aggression, but I know you meant regression. I, he's definitely a candidate for aggression. He's a he's a big giant hulking monster of a baseball player. But yes, regression. And uh, and I was right. He did somewhat fall back to earth because that's a that the four thirty BABIP is um, unsustainable. That's nuts. That uh, BABIP, of course, means... You can do it. You can do batting, it, Prancer! Batting average. Batting average. <laughs> On balls in play. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So every time he put the ball in play, that guy, that dude was hitting 430 on balls in play, which is uh, nuts. Yeah, this is a weird statistic because it essentially means are you hitting the ball where there are not people? Yeah. I mean, it has something to do with... The, your rate of good contact, like solid contact. Yeah. But they have, that has its own stats. But essentially, if you're hitting 430 on balls and play, that's not going to continue. You're you're coming back to earth on that one. So I knew it. I knew that it... Because I was like, well, how's this guy hitting 329? He's on pace to strike out over 200 times. Like, how is this even a possibility? And then I looked, and he was number one in the majors in BABIP. And I ah, that's how. That's how you do it. Anyway, so oh. I just... I, I replied to myself. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, that was all on the 16th. Nice. That was a good day. That was a strong day. On the 17th, we got another little thread started. Uh, Ryan wrote in to say, at Brother Date, in defense of convertible pants hyphen shorts. Yeah. I don't know why they're not made for fashion. They're not made for fashion, yes. I had a denim pair that was awful. By the way, that sounds super awful. Sounds even worse than Marjan. And I imagine it's heavy denim. Imagine getting those things wet, too. I know, right? Oof. Disgusting. But I have some convertible hiking pants that are great, so I guess it's a wash. I mean, they still look ridiculous, but that's fine. Marjan chimed in to say, exactly, the hiking ones are so useful. And, by the way, that got a like from Ryan. <laughs> nice. That's worth it. I think that's worth a like. Yeah. Uh, 
you then chimed in oh, on your personal Twitter account mm-hmm. at Dear Ham Sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To say nobody questioned their utility. We aggressively questioned their beauty. Uh, regressively is what I meant to say. You meant to say regressively, That's of course. That's my mistake. Uh, to which Ryan chimed in, this is just and proper. Okay. So I think we're getting along real good on Twitter these days. Yeah, we're having a good little Twitter thing. There's a lot of back and forth, but it's respectful, and I like that. Also, on the 17th, Ryan wrote in to say, yes, mind casting. And I don't know what that means. Oh, boy. Did we speculate about some future of podcasting where our terrible thoughts and ideas would be beamed directly into your brain? Because that's a... Criminal. dystopian nightmare for sure yeah that should definitely be a crime they should, people should be protected from our thoughts our disclaimer would have to be 80 minutes long at the beginning somebody would just be walking around calling themselves general of the rear all day not for trying not being able to figure out why we'd have to put stuff in there like even if we don't mean to say horrible things we have strange cares yeah and you don't want them in your brain don't put them in there it's like marbles up your Let's, nose but definitely let your ears be a filter yeah. Ooh, then you could sell ear filters. Yeah. Okay. I'm starting to understand the economy of the future, finally. I think so. Uh, he had a couple of thoughts about our response to his thoughts about the arsenal of freedom. Okay. <laughs> he said, one, doesn't matter if it's a dead world, you still follow procedure. Uh, this, this is about is them the, fanning uh, out. Five meters of separation or 15 meters of separation. I forget what he said. To yeah. avoid ambushes. Yeah, no, and I get that. I, I was to... grateful. I was grateful he, he sent us a reason why they might have done that. I, I get it. That's good. Yeah. And just... two, haha, suckers, they don't do it ever again because Yar is dead. Oh, so she knew about tactics and things. Yeah, but Worf never got taught any of that stuff because he was supposed to be a censor's officer or something. It's not clear. Yeah, he was... He was back there at the temperature control sensors or whatever. The humidity sensor, whatever it was. Learning, learning, learning. That's right. Well, that's what Picard wants. Out I of may his modify that a little bit. Junior, his junior officers. Who? Can't be that junior. I mean, they're clearly senior staff. Anyway. Uh, he also writes in to say, boom, continuity. But I have no idea what that's in reference to. Is that his own thoughts? About, yeah, I guess so. About Yar, maybe that—that's why they never do it again. Because she, she because the there, there, I don't think there's any. Well, we weren't, we weren't discussing the Arsenal of Freedom. This was a mailbag episode. Yeah. Right. So who who knows what that means? Yeah, I don't know. Because it's still on the. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I also don't know. You know what I'll say? What. Uh, he also says, then? to be fair, I was really busy. And I don't know what that's about either. Uh, probably just general complaints about how far behind he was would be my guess. I know that we, in the past, you've talked about enjoying trying to work this stuff out. <laughs> yes, what the hell he's talking about, yeah. But so, we need a little more than that. I think that that sounds like a response to general criticism of his being behind, I think. So he's been busy, that's why he's behind. I guess that's true. Well, he has he had been real busy in yeah. there. So yeah. Uh, at at brother date, he writes. So we're still on the seventeenth here. Nice. Here is where I admit that I always thought he was from the land of Dundee. Now I assume crocodile that Dundee. This is a response to the song "Land Down Under" oh. by Men at Work, which we talked about for some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's driving in a fried out combi, 
Uh, he thinks he said from the land of Dundee? On a hippie trailhead full of zombie. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he thought... Does he think the whole song? Like, every time he says Man Down Under, did he think he said Man of Dundee? Land of, I come from the land of Dundee? Yeah, maybe. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be a great mishear. By the way, I love mishears. Now that when they happen to me, I'm not embarrassed. I love. I enjoy them. I embrace them. Uh, they just... Because I'm not doing so much music discovery... Yeah. And because now if you Google a song, Google will just give you the lyrics immediately. Yeah. Uh, I find that I'm not getting them so often. I always liked them. I thought they but, were great. Uh, yeah, you know, those are called Mondo Greens. Wait, hold on a second. Mondo Greens. Mondo Greens. Mondo Greens. Is that two E-N-S or E-N-E-S? Uh, it's M-O-N-D-E-G-R-E-E-N. Oh. I have no idea why it would be called that. Is that named after a guy? Uh, Jacob Mondegreen? Uh, so there's a, some Scottish ballad that contains the words and laid him on the green and someone <laughs> someone thought it was and Lady Mondegreen. <laughs> That's and a perfect this, guy! So this term was coined in 1954. That is, that is absolutely a perfect example. Yep. Because I thought when I was four that the lyrics to the national anthem were "Jose, can you see?" Yes, that's particularly that is exactly a Mondegreen. One, because I grew up in the Bay Area and there were lots of Jose's, and two, because I was a, an early A's fan and at that time Jose Canseco was the shit. And yeah, I thought and, they and changed. Where do you the hear name. the national anthem? Yes, baseball. Uh, games. And and who do you see during the national anthem? Mm-hmm. Maybe Jose Canseco holding a hat over and his I heart. And I thought, man, this baller Jose Canseco, this MVP, this forty forty guy, he is so good. They changed the national anthem. Also, Francis him. Scott Key was Nostradamus. <laughs> I just figured they changed the lyrics. Yep. They just went, man, this guy's badass. Let's just put him in the national anthem, because that's how good he is. Um, another one is the one I always say where Marjan mocked me, even though the real lyrics were really dumb, which was the David Bowie song, uh, Moon Age Daydream. And I thought he said, you're squawking like a big monkey butt. <laughs> and then she laughed at me and real derisively goes, he says pink monkey bird. And I went, well, that's not better. So he says, so the real lyric is, you're squawking like a pink monkey bird? Yeah. And I was, I thought yeah, he said big, big monkey, monkey butt's butt. just as credible. <laughs> right. And then she got really mad at me and said it was pink monkey bird. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like mine's just as valid. I know. So those are called Mondegreens. Mondegreens. Huh. Dude, I'm totally learning. The uh, famous like, one is like, uh, excuse me while I kiss this guy. I'm going to call you Brother Bear because you just taught me a valuable lesson. That's and me. You're my brother. I am. To your Brother Bear now. You're not Biscuit anymore. You're Brother Bear. I guess that's better. Also, you love Phil Collins. <laughs> so that's the real reason. Well, I know in the air tonight. Uh-huh. What's your favorite Phil Collins song? Studio. What's your favorite Phil Collins song? What's your favorite Phil Collins song that either he performed or wrote? Oh. Uh, I don't know any that he wrote. Yeah, you do. I mean, I don't going loco down in Acapulco. Oh, what's well, gonna be that one? Then. That's the one, right? Yeah, it's gonna be that one. Yeah. I was trying to think. I don't know. I guess uh, I can't dance by Genesis. <laughs> if you're gonna go with that album, don't you have to go with No Son of Mine? Oh no yeah, son, No Son of Mine. Yeah, no, you're right. That's a better song. Yeah, that's a fucking power ballad, right there. Uh, I haven't really done a deep dive into Phil Collins, so I don't know if there's better ones out there. Yeah. Um, 
I would have accepted his covers, so you could have said uh, Can't Hurry Love if you were not embarrassed. No, well, his that. cover of Can't Hurry Love is so... Straight? Straight. It's such a it's such a straight cover. It's like, I like this song. Listen to it. Don't eat it by you, dude. I can just fucking listen to the record of the Supremes. He might be as good a singer as Diana Ross, though. No. Conventional wisdom is that she was the worst singer on the label. So Yeah. I can I could believe that. But uh, I think his version is not so echoey. It doesn't sound like he's singing in a big empty room with a huge plate reverb at the other end. And I, I don't know if it's just, um, I don't know, nostalgia or whatever, but I do really like that sound. I love their echoey singing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ryan wrote in, you're going to have to help me with this. Mm. Boy, I thought for sure you were going to talk about making a fucking chicken with your left hand. See also best ever autocorrect of squawking. So is it? Oh, I think you missed a, making a squawking chicken with your left hand. What does that mean? That still doesn't really help, I guess. <laughs> what does it mean, though? So, but then he auto, but Twitter autocorrected it to fucking. Yeah, that's weird because I feel like not things... Twitter, but I assume his phone. Oh yeah, I think my phone always autocorrects away from fucking for me. You know, lately it's allowing me to say the f word without trying to make it duck. For some reason... It, it tried to make it ducking 400 times. Yes, me too. <laughs> For some reason, my phone won't accept the word come, not the dirty one, the C-O-M-E word. It says cone every time. <laughs> it's never not said cone. It's like I accidentally deleted come from from the lexicon. But I didn't. I yeah, didn't my, touch it. My phone has a real hard time. Like, and I think it's just exactly backwards. If I'm trying to type weir, mm-hmm. as in we are, it, says it gives me wor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to type work, tries to give me weird. It doesn't understand context at all. And it's like, I never start a sentence with were. It's like some asshole who thinks it knows things and insists, even though it is clearly wrong. It's like, no, that this is that's the wrong your. You're, it's supposed to be Y-O-U-R. And you're like, no, you fucking idiot. Why don't you know this? It's Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. And he's like, nope. No, I know this one. That's what the phone <laughs> is like. Yep, that is what the phone is I like. I know you mean cone. She said, I'm going, when are you going to cone home tonight? That's what you want to say. So I don't know 100% what that means. Oh, the squawking Making chicken Making a thing. squawking chicken with your left hand. But the next thing he has to say is hot mayonnaise is not and will never be anything other than gross. Yeah. And I may have talked about Burger King's original chicken sandwich. I think when you were talking about the Rodeo King. Yep. <laughs> we had this discussion. Yes. Yeah. The what? What is a Rodeo King and why does it exist? Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hot mayonnaise is gross. I mean, but what else would it be? It mayonnaise ain't great, and all you did was <laughs> heat it up. It's not gross. It's tasty. All right. Well, mm. Twitter, please let us know. Oh wait, they already did. Ryan's on my side. You're not Brother Bear anymore. <laughs> now you're Mister Beard. Mister Beard, that's you now. <laughs> you're Mister Beard. Uh, on the 18th, Ryan wrote in, Kirk's monologues are like many guilty pleasures in life. Not well made, and yet you still get a kick out of it. For me, that's most Dwayne Johnson movies. So, shots fired. Yeah. And I will say that the last Dwayne Johnson movie I saw was that Hercules remake. Oh, no. No, probably I saw Fast and Furious since then. But that's not really a Dwayne Johnson movie. 
Uh, what about Moana? Does that count? I saw that with Marjorie. I didn't see Moana. Most people seem to think that was pretty good. I saw it on the Netflix the other day. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. It didn't really grab me. We saw Coco together, you, me, and Marjan. We did. We saw Coco last weekend. I, I, uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, we saw it on Thanksgiving. I highly preferred Coco to Moana. Yeah, Coco that. had some ideas in it. Some um, of them were dark ideas. It's, it's like sometimes kind of a bummer. <laughs> yep. I don't know what it is about Pixar. Your disrespect may be killing your ancestors. They're not afraid to go to... Even though they're already dead. They're not afraid to go to old lady death. Like, that's... They're ready. Very ready yeah. to go to that. That's uh, very true. And maybe dementia. Maybe we should talk about dementia. Can I say that I wish they had hired the guy who wrote all the Dewey Cox songs yeah. to do the in-universe songs for Coco? It's true, the songs weren't strong. I was, like... Like, the ones that written by the guy in the... I was not moved by Remember Me. Yeah, it wasn't very good. And that feels like, if you're going to do a song where that is that central to it, a a movie where that song is that central to it, you got to nail it. Uh, Yeah, you're talking about um, Leonard Bernstein. That's what you're talking about, right? He did the Gadooey Cox? Yes, it was Leonard Bernstein, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Leonard Bernstein wrote Farmer Glickstein. (laughs) Royal and Jelly let's duet. He wrote Royal Jelly and Royal Jelly. <laughs> Some good fucking songs on that sound. I'm gonna listen to that soundtrack again tonight. That's a good. Is a good ass soundtrack. It's been like two months since I heard Dewey Cox died, so I gotta listen to it. Uh, I guess it's been a while since The Rock made a really good movie, huh? I don't know what. Are, well, I mean, what is his good movie? What does he have one? Because if uh, you're not, if you're not gonna say it's one of the Fast and Furious, oh, you know what? The which last I haven't I saw, seen. The last one I saw was Baywatch, and it was not Ooh, good. Yeah, I saw it on an airplane. I, I have so I've been to only three or four movies this year, but uh, on a couple of them, I've noticed that uh, Chinese production companies are starting to show up yeah. before the before the movie plays. They got and that whenever money. I see those, I think, well, this is gonna be watered down and not that fun. Yeah, that's true. Yes. They got that money. That was definitely the case with Baywatch. They got that money from China. Yeah. And then, like, they seemed afraid to do the jokes. Yeah, they didn't commit. They they would start... They'd, they'd start a joke. They'd get after the joke, but then they'd just be like, we can't go any further than this. They would this. abandon the joke. Can't go any further than this because of the committee. And be like, Mr. Huang says no the to na- that joke. The National Committee for Ethics in cinema says that we can't go any further i don't know that that's 100 percent happening it's just a couple of things i've noticed this year where i'm like this should be funnier and also chinese production company you know what i didn't see but probably scores very high on the unintentional comedy scale is that movie the wall starring matt damon fighting monsters on the great wall with the graphics that looked worse than the last dynasty warriors game i also did not see that oh man because that is obviously uh, partially at least a chinese production and uh i bet that that is one of the worst movies ever made that's my guess from seeing the commercials i kind of want to see that just i have never heard anybody talk about it but sooner or later it'll get on either how did this get made or the flop house (laughs) i mean it looked it looked really tragic in terms of those the special effects look Babylon 5 esque, really. Uh, Ryan's still talking about Wendy's chili out here. Oh, yeah. Hey, when are we going to get back to the dehydrated potato flakes? That's really the conversation that I wish we had finished long, long ago. Um, I don't like the kind of potatoes that you get from them. Yeah, me neither. I just, for some reason, we had like nine emails in a row about them one time. Anyway. Yeah. 
so the chili, what do you have to say? Uh, it's basic chili, he says, but it's not bad. Sometimes you just want fast food chili. That's never happened I've to me. I've never thought that to myself at all. Do you know why? Because one thing you can always do is just buy a can of chili at Safeway and microwave it. Yeah, it's better. You have to pour it into a bowl. Don't microwave it in the can. No. Actually, they make some containers you can microwave that are full of chili. That's I'm just... sure you can get a plastic container of Hormel chili you can microwave. But I'm just going to say, the only eating chili that you can get is Denison's. That's... Matt has... Matt... Oh, boy. So you went through a phase, uh, which most people call being a teenager, <laughs> in which chili was basically the only thing you ate. Is that what most people call being a teenager? No, but... <laughs> That's it the was phase. those years. Yeah. It was the teenage years was when you when you only ate chili. How did you not... Is there a chili version of diabetes or something? <laughs> like, how do you not have rickets? No, it's heart palpitations. Berry, it's for sure heart palpitations. heart palpitations. And I get okay. them basically all the time. Because you ate a lot of chili. Another thing that I learned because of that is that chili will stain Tupperware. It'll stain everything. That chili oil... won't stain oil, ceramics. That oil will just... I'll get deep down in there. If they're glazed, it won't stain them. But if they're cracked, I guess it, it probably yeah, will. Yeah, I bet it will. You probably see a little red spider web. <laughs> yep. Um, look. So oh. you are the you're the chili expert, and it's Denison. I've tried all of it's, them. Tried every chili. Uh, no beans. No, no. You want beans for you sure. Want you beans. want beans. Okay. Some people are no beans. Those people are fucking idiots. Some people like a product called chili beans. I don't know if you ever had this. Some people molest their own children. So It's like uh, wet beans that barely taste like chili. Ugh. Look, proper chili, your stoon, your your stoon, your spoon's got to be able to stand up in it. It's got to be a little bit spicy, just at least a little bit. And it's got to be or that got that real meat flavor, just so meaty, like a delicious meat. Okay? Not this watery, nasty bullshit. And don't try to fool me by filling it with veggies. I don't even need them. What are they doing in there? Yeah. Who who cares? They're not necessary for this process. I've tried all of them, dude. I've tried the Hormels. The Stags. I've tried the Chunkies. You don't like a Stag? Stag chili is a real third-rate chili. Okay. <laughs> On their can it says, oh, it's like the only chili or something like that. And fuck you. Now, Chunky is a Campbell's product? Yeah. Yeah, that ain't that ain't real chili. Don't even don't even buy into that. So it's Denison's is yep. the chili for you. Uh, don't. It's going to be a lot less disappointing than a Wendy's cup of chili for yeah, sure. Yeah, don't buy into any of that other nonsense you hear about chili. Don't. I don't want to oh. hear about fucking. On the other hand, you're going to you're gonna have to eat the whole can. So that's going to make it. You can't eat a hamburger and then a whole can of that chili. You will get to eat a whole can of Denison's chili. That's right. You are allowed to do it. Um, sometimes I make chili dogs because I want to eat chili. And then I need a good excuse because there are going to be people around. And I go, well, my, I got my famous chili dogs. And then I, I eat the chili in the kitchen. But what about, um, we both noticed that that one Wiener Schnitzel on First Street <laughs> is advertising chili cheese tamales. Yeah, but it's got that nasty Wiener Schnitzel chili. Which, by the way, appears to be a regular tamale covered in chili and cheese. So what's the tamale filling? Is it more chili? Because that's what it should be. It's some frozen-ass tamale, dude, with some nasty-ass ground beef that tastes gross. That's what it is. I don't even have to eat it. I know from the picture what it is. Wendy's chili. Also on the 20th, uh, Ryan writes in to say, uh, at Brother Date, like you haven't already put in so much work on this podcast, give the people what they want, music video. 
Hmm. So, a couple of points. Yeah. So he wanted an animated music video of our theme song. Yeah. A couple of things here. That theme song is 30 seconds long. <clears throat> right. It's going to be a very dumb music video. Yes. Though we did have the cool idea that you had where... Um, Sandus- Who's going to draw Sandusky <laughs> and high-fiving Kim Jong-un? Yeah, that'd be a good one. Did I say high-fiving? Did yeah, I, I say so. what they would be doing? I think they were high-fiving. Yeah, it makes sense. In that in that moment of the song. Do you think we should change those lyrics? Do you think we should change the theme song for next season? For 2018, should we have a new theme song? What's the deal here? What do you want to do? Let's just talk it out on the pod. It's a democratic process. Well, the the real trouble is that um, although Kim Jong-un fired another ballistic missile today, yeah, which is not great, he is now perhaps not the craziest world leader. I know. Yeah. And he scored, Milhouse style, he scored a point on our president. (laughs) What did he do that was Milhouse style? Well, he referred to him as a dotard. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Um, Which I think everybody agreed was a sick burn. It was pretty good. Um... Well, I'm just saying. And Sandusky is bad. Yeah, it's getting worse. It's bad for sure that he was a diddler. Yeah. I think it's getting worse. But it's like this year, 400 people have been revealed to be sexual predators. You're saying maybe it's getting better, strangely. No, I mean. No, he's still a diddler. Yeah, I just feel like... Mm, well, you want to, we could work in the name of the guy who groped Terry Crews if you wanted. That is actually... He seems to be getting a pass. Yeah, what the hell? Well, you can do that to Terry Crews. Let's think about it. I know, that's, that's what I said to Marjorie. I said, that's, why would you even do that to him? fucked up in an insane way. Like, everyone loves Terry Crews. Just leave him alone. Not only that, but pick a guy who could definitely kill you. <laughs> that's right. You just, go, just do that to... Um, Oh, I can't remember the name of the machete guy. Oh, uh, Trejo. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. Go do that to Danny Trejo. <laughs> well, he claims that the scariest guy in Hollywood is... John Cusack. John Cusack. That's right. <laughs> Which God, is, I forgot that. That's one of the great stories ever to come out of How Did This Get Made. Was that Danny Trejo told... Something in his eyes, right? Told Paul Shear and and company or whatever that... Uh, that of all the people he'd ever worked with, the scariest was John Cusack. Yes, there was so there was something in his eyes. The fucking look in his eye <laughs> Danny Trejo had seen in jail. John Cusack. Oh, uh, good moment. That's unexpected and wonderful. Let's make how did this get made the official podcast recommendation again? Um, so there are a couple of problems with our current theme. One, Sandusky is not a very recent poll. Yeah, it's true. Kim Jong Un is staying in the news. He's Sandusky, not a great recent poll. Keeping himself relevant, right? <clears throat> uh, we could do something about Mugabe. He just got forced out. Yeah, yeah. Nah. I, don't know. I mean, he's it, not it, one of the major assholes. Here's the problem: if you want to go topical, you have to go Trump. But then it feels like you're just everyone else, you know. And also, I just don't want don't to, think about it. I don't want to think about it during my time. Yeah, this is our time. Yeah. Like, by the way, that's the only part of the show I listen to every week, and it's just to make sure that it plays and that I've got the right episode. And you know what? In our time, I want to hear about Sandusky. That's my time. Okay. So Sandusky can stay. Okay. The the other main problem with our theme is that it makes no reference at all to Star Trek, which is now that's by the, hours yeah. what our podcast is about. That is a problem for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. We composed that theme before we had recorded an episode. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, and that's we how you did do not it. know what the show would be about, and that is why there is no reference to what the show is about. Just that two creeps like the show, <laughs> and we don't do our blogs. <laughs> we don't blog, and two creeps like our show. All right, but at the time, that was a reasonable snapshot of what this that's could have been. That is correct. Yeah. Okay. So maybe it's time for a retelling of the podcast story. But I don't yeah. know. You maybe you you want to write a new song. I guess I could write a, some new music. Why don't you write a new song? Um, that song sounds so much like Alf that the only thing I would like better as a theme song would be just be the, the Alf, Alf theme, theme which yeah. is instrumental. Is there? Can we get permission for it? No, of course we cannot. I don't know. We can't clear that? I think we can clear it. I guess we could write the guy who played Alf. He probably has the right. <laughs> yeah, right? that's right. I think the that guy puppeteer, still does that voice. The Alf puppeteer or the Alf midget? The puppeteer. That midget is dead. Okay. So the Alf puppeteer, we can write him and be like, do you consent to us using the ALF theme song and changing up all the... Make, adding some words that are crazy. And doing some lyrics about how a, a child predator likes our, <laughs> our show. And then when, when he says yes, then we'll be good to go. God, that was a great theme song. Sandusky's Choice. Oh, that ALF theme song? Yeah, yeah it's it was really good. fucking hot. Can you get that queued up? Cue up that yeah. hot fucking... Hot as a fucking... Hotter than one of the Culkins. That's how hot it is. Damn. <laughs> Even Kieran? <laughs> I mean, take your pick. They're all pretty. They're scorchers for sure. I only know two, so. Well, there's uh, there's Macaulay, which is just a t- terrible name for a person. Oh, ah, uh, is it sped up? Forget about that slap bass. Is it sped up? Is this how fast it always was? I feel like that slap bass is working. Ah, uh, this is hype though. Uh, uh, uh. Dun, dun, dun. Uh. Damn. <laughs> I guess he said, hey, none, none of the current TV show themes really feature the slap bass not in the way that they need to right, this was fix this it. was pre-seinfeld i'm gonna fix it right now so i guess we could write paul fusco that's the creator <laughs> of alf <laughs> and voice it. of alf we need and puppeteer for alf do really i'm i'm 90 sure hold on damn that guy was triple threat i couldn't remember his name but i saw it in the credits that makes him a triple threat officially uh, puppeteer, voiceover artist, and character actor. Best known as the puppeteer and voice of the title character on the sitcom ALF, for which he also served as creator, writer, producer, and director. Quintuple threat. So, this old boy is ALF. Okay, so I can ask him. Fusco created the ALF character in 1984 using an alien-looking puppet that was hanging around his house. We'll get back well, to that in a second. Yeah, what? That he used to annoy his family and friends. <laughs> He turned it into a show. They probably went, you're not doing anything with that puppet, you know. You've got no life. And he went, I'll show you. that fucking puppet. I'll show you who's um, really important. How do you have that laying around your house? Yeah, that's a lie. That's and the way- also own the rights to it, right? Like, if he didn't make that puppet. The way that that is phrased is if so. If he made that puppet, it wasn't hanging around his house. And if he didn't make that puppet, he owes somebody a lot of money. If If that is the way that is phrased, that is extremely disingenuous. That yeah. is, again, not a way that that could have happened. Yeah. Okay, so let's base it, let's just loosely base it on the ALF theme song. We don't have to pay any money. All right? Let's go All with right. that. 
So I'll have to write. I'll write some new music probably over the holidays. Yeah, wintery. You know, when you yeah. over the winter break thing that we're gonna that we're gonna. You'll do. be all set up in your new condo. You can set up your recording studio just the way you like to put down some lyrics about how Harvey Weinstein is big into our show. Yeah, how he gets and Nick hard, he gets a hard Polygon on from our show. Is into it. The mail something. the mailbag makes him hard. How about the mailbag that? makes him hard? Yeah, there you go. And um. Star the Star Trek makes him shart. Just spitballing, spitballing some lyrics right now. Can, uh, Ke- Kevin Spacey, is that? <clears throat> yeah, he's Ke- one of the bad oh, guys. Oh, Kevin. Uh, Ke- Star Kevin Trek. Spacey. Star Trek makes us feel Kevin Spacey or something. Kevin Spacey loves Faith of the Heart, and the mailbag makes Harvey Weinstein hard. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so we got some ideas. Some yeah. ideas that we can kick around. Um, hey, I just want to um, ask Twitter for suggestions. For the name of my condo, I'm leaning toward Fort Nasty, but I don't know. <laughs> I kind of like Fort Nasty. I just, if anybody else has any cool like, naming ideas for my new condo. So did, you got this idea because Howard Kramer refers to his home as Dragon Manor. Yeah, I thought, man, I'm jealous of that. Yeah. I want to live in a place called Dragon Manor. So I, I but that's to, taken, of course. I that's to, some apartment in Los Angeles where his next door neighbor does porno. Right. <laughs> so I need to come up with a cool name for my sweet new pad in the nashville in nashville the nashville. fort nasty is strong that's the best that is one strong that i've come so up with that's the mark to beat guys yeah beat fort nasty please send your suggestions to brother day we'll tell you the address later it's complicated yeah <clears throat> uh anyway uh who's gonna draw this music video this animated music video because i got some no drawing skills we talked about it i don't even know anybody i don't know who can draw yeah, Ryan, your wife is the only person who's capable of doing this for us. So, oh, can she draw? Yeah, yeah, she she would she she got a, a bachelor of fine arts. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so um, maybe Ryan is just like trying to backdoor his wife into this show. Oh, that's probably <laughs> he's what it trying is. to backdoor his wife. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> into the show. On the twenty second, uh, Ryan wrote in to say at brother date. I think I've said before that Matt's pro coach impressions are pure gold. Well, everybody likes his pro coach impressions no one more than matt everyone likes the everyone likes pro coaches and i think that's why they're likable just as a as a what do you call that a profession as a profession yeah oh man there's some great stuff going on i can't i hope we get the sports roundup because there's some great coaching stuff going on do you want to talk about eli manning i'm no i'm gonna talk about university of tennessee because it is okay bonkers anyway Uh, then he wrote, um, and you're going to have to explain this to me. Let me know when you're ready to go to the woods again. Maybe mouth bang another bear. <laughs> you don't remember that? I don't remember mouth banging You bears. and Ben mouth banged a bear in the woods. No, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I think that's what happened. <laughs> that doesn't sound right at all. You and Ben went to the woods and you mouth banged a bear. It was at the end of one of the episodes. You talked about it. Uh, I don't think that can be true. Okay. I just, I remember it. I remember it happening. I don't think that's. I don't think that happened. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> it's on the pod. It's too late. It's a matter of record now. Don't get any. Don't get anyone to listen to it. This is the podcast of record, and that is a matter of record now. Uh, then I guess he didn't listen for a while, but he listened again yesterday mm-hmm. because on the twenty seventh he wrote in. Right? Is that right? Is that twenty eight? Yeah, it's twenty eight. On the twenty seventh, he wrote in. Uh, God damn it, Matt! Stop shouting into the microphone. I'm gonna take my headphones off real quick. Why? Why'd you take them off? I assumed your answer was gonna be a shout. Oh no, I'm not. A, I'm not really that. Um, sometimes I 
just for fun. I, I, I play kind of a character on the show. But I'm not... Ah! Did it get you? No, not really. Uh, I, I kind of knew that was coming. Yeah, it was only a matter of time. Also, uh, I think uh, I think your microphone clipped and it didn't really increase in volume on my side. Oh. <clears throat> um, on the 27th, also, at Brother Date, your loss, I'm enjoying the show. They deliberately left off Transporters, which is interesting. Now, I think you must be talking about the Orville. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they also sort of left off transporters in Enterprise. <laughs> yep. In that they have them, but they are a scared of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he also writes in, so far no singing through the first seven or eight episodes. So I definitely was concerned. But sooner or later there will be a holodeck type episode where he goes back and he plays, uh, I don't know, Vic Fontaine or somebody, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Some character some... of that type some kind of crooner right sing some standards yeah yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. that'll definitely happen uh and uh brother date he writes general laundry lint yes i refuse to accept it from towels specifically so marjan well you're in luck buddy read all of these read that great thread that marjan loves yes. because it's all there man he says the static was the worst part of pre-sheet life you know i tried to put this to bed a couple of times it's a problem i have if no one else has it that's fine you know i'm not worried about it no one else has any lint that's cool you by the way this wasn't even really about your problem with lint this was about bad customer service yeah, I, I specifically checked the reviews. All the reviews said, this this is my lint solver. I'll never have lint again because of this great towel. And it's the lintiest towel I've ever seen in my life. My whole life. That was my issue. Not the lint. I know towels sometimes have them. And I know that I'm partially to blame. Like, I get it. I'm going to work on myself. Well, wait a minute. No, What's I'm, happening? I'm going to work on myself. I know I'm part of the problem and that I've got a lot of growing up to do lint wise. But the problem was that I was promised no lint and I got extra lint. That was the problem. So fix that problem. Well, I got someone here called Alf second theme. Oh, wait, what? Why was there a second one? So far, it sounds identical. Oh, slower. This is the slower saxophone version. Uh, This is the one that I remember more. Maybe I remember the piano too, but... No more slap bass. Yeah, this is the slow one. Oh. This is the Weather on the Eights version. It really is Weather on the Eights. Your local forecast. It's going to be a hell of a chance of showers. Oh. But they removed the sexy part where Willie's wife gets out of the shower from the credits. That <laughs> was sexy too. What was her name? Uh, Kate. What was the daughter's name? Lynn. Cool. Could be the other way around. Alf, why are you in the bathroom with my wife? Alf, our relationship is so weird already. He's tired of aliens. Willie's tired of them. Did they change it for season three? No. See, they got the memo, dude. You gotta change it up sometimes. This podcast has gotten stale, and it's mostly because of the theme. I think that's probably true. Oh, this looks the same. 
Yeah. You know, what's interesting about this second version of the theme is that it seems um, it seems to be uh, making reference to the first version. Like they're playing with the yeah. rhythm of the first version there. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's good. But like, if you didn't watch season one, then you're just uh, hung up to dry. I'm going to make you love song? me. Oh. You're just in. I'm going to make you love me territory yeah. where they never sing it straight. Yeah, the first. It starts out weird. Very first line. They're they're really doing some improvisation, and you're going, "Well, what's the song? Is this the where's the song? Which one is it? I'm gonna do all the things for you." Uh, Girl, girl, wants a man to do. Wants a man to do. Oh, baby. Oh, maybe. That's right. Man, that's a good song. Um, can you play me some SNES Pilot Wings? All right, let's... just some music from that. Because I was getting uh, kind of that vibe from that Alf song. I was getting a little bit of Pilot Wings vibe. Maybe, um, maybe the one where you're uh, flying a biplane or something. If, While we're oh, doing that, Ryan wrote in uh, no. to say, please don't hit four. Oh, shit. What do you think that means? Please don't hit four. Um, I hit it. What happened? Are we good? It doesn't seem like anything happened. Well, what the hell, then? Mm, that's not the one. <laughs> yeah, this is the full OST. That's not, that's not the one I was thinking of. Well, maybe it'll be the next one then. Mm, this is oh, very this nice. King of Casino. Yes, I'm enjoying it, but that's not the one. Um, and then the last thing. This Ryan reminds wrote... me of uh, like Sim City. Oh, that's true. Closing out our mailbag today, uh, he wrote, "Dang, I miss playing COD." Well, the solution to that is to get an Xbox One and start playing Call of Duty. And again. join our clan, and then we can fucking run some fools. That's and right. by that I mean combined go 19 and 28. That's right. I I've prestiged twice, Matt's prestiged once. We're we're experts. Ooh, this experts. One's, this has got some fake slap face, but this is not the one I was thinking of. I think well, we're still in like each a of these select is about stages. 14 seconds long. Yeah, I think we're still in like a select the stage mode. Um, that's the end of the mailbag. There was some interesting stuff in there. It was good. It filled up almost a whole hour. Not also almost counting. an hour of not, it. Not that I'm keeping close track. Uh, so, University of Tennessee. Uh, okay, but this, I believe... I think this is the Jetpack one. Is this the... Does it say which one this is? No, it's the one video that just keeps playing. Yeah, alright. Uh, University of Tennessee, yeah, sports roundup. So, the other day, every... Every college team, or most college teams, ended their regular season, and this weekend are all the championship games. And so a lot of people fired their coaches, uh, including Tennessee, because they went 4-8 and eight and winless in the SEC, which for them is like... Uh, that's a no-go. Well, that's never happened. So That's a non-starter. They are very upset, and they fired their coach. And the word came out on Saturday that they were going to hire Greg Schiano, who uh, used to be the coach at Rutgers a long time ago, went to the NFL, sucked real bad with the Buccaneers, and never got another job. I think he's the an offensive coach for Ohio State these days. Um, and this should be our new permanent under the sports roundup music. This is really good. This is good stuff. Um, and so uh, I was reading this going, wow, why the hell would they hire this guy? He hasn't coached in a million years as a head coach, and he didn't do that very well in the NFL. He didn't do that well in the NFL. And, and I don't understand. A, a program like Tennessee that's won a national championship and has like a history 
should be able to do better than this guy. And I guess the fan base agreed, because they all <laughs> came out and started protesting on campus about how he wasn't going to do it. But what they seized on, and again, maybe this is cynical, but I think because they didn't think he was a good coach, they used his ties to our old friend Jerry Sandusky uh, to make it seem like he himself is... To tarnish his record? Yeah, that he's some kind of pedophile or something. Because there was some real third-hand hearsay about some coach saying that some other coach told him that Greg Schiano had seen Jerry Sandusky in the shower with a boy. And Greg Schiano has denied it, like, forever. So there's no evidence of any kind. Anyway, they all came out and said, this guy's basically a child molester and you can't hire him. So then, even though they had already signed a memorandum of understanding with Schiano... They, and they were like, the reason everyone knew is because they were making an announcement about it later that night. They're like, oh, we're going to announce that we're hiring Greg Schiano. They then had to backtrack and not hire the dude. Oh, man. So for a program that's already fallen so far that they had their worst ever season, had to fire their coach, now they look even more embarrassed. So now they're trying to hire the guy, Mike Gundy, from Oklahoma State. Do you remember Mike Gundy? Vaguely. He is the guy who once famously shouted, Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! Remember him? So the opposite. <laughs> they want to hire that guy who's now a man and 50. Yes. And uh, and his big thing lately is that he wears a wrestling singlet around everywhere and has a mullet. What? He, he thinks it's helping him on the recruiting trail to just be fucking batshit. To be Ric Flair? <laughs> Essentially correct. He just will wear a wrestling singlet just around the campus to his office or whatever while he's just out and about. And has a wild mullet. And he just tries to play it up, hoping that he can get recruits that way somehow. Anyway, so that's who they're trying to hire now. Basically, the whole program has become an embarrassment. And uh, I've never seen an athletic director make such a bad choice and then back down so quickly. Well, that does (laughs) suck. But they can do, first of all, have they reached out to Fitzhill? Uh, I know. Isn't he still in the administration of some college? If he had seen, if he had seen a coach in the showers with a little boy, he would have vomited on the spot. Because we, I'm not sure if he would have taken any other action. No, because a lot of these dudes knew what was going on and didn't. Like this is the the other thing about Terry Schiavo or whatever you said the other guy's name (laughs) is. Greg Schiano, right? Um. Is uh, like 200 dudes saw that happen. Yeah, if you're in the public showers at Penn State, I mean the football team has like 120 dudes on it. Like they, people saw that for sure. But who knows who and how many and what they did about it. But yeah, everybody sat on that shit. Um, and we know about Fitzhill that he has no control over it. He will vomit on the spot. So yeah, he would have vomited right there in the shower. Fitzhill, man, it would be great to see him in another football job. I mean, unless you're a fan of that team, then it wouldn't be so good. Yeah, that's right. It wouldn't be that great, but... Um, so, you know, you got the coaching carousel going. Uh, Dan Mullen has been the coach at Mississippi State and actually made them decent, which is hard because you're in the same division with Alabama, Auburn, LSU, etc. Uh, so they've been to a bunch of bowl games recently, and he has Florida roots, so they hired him. And uh, Florida hired him. And um, who else was hired? Oh, Chip Kelly used to be the Oregon coach. And then coached kind of unsuccessfully in the NFL. He got hired by UCLA. So the carousel is in full motion. But uh, apparently Greg Schiano will not get a job. 
I'm sure that was all amazing, but I just learned that Fitzhill has the bronze star. What? He won, He got a bronze star in Gulf in the Gulf War. So he got a triple kill or something? I think I think it's probably unrelated. Oh, but he, yes. He didn't get a triple kill in the Gulf War. Okay. They don't say what it was earned for. Did he? Did he shoot someone with a shotgun? Call in an airstrike and shoot someone with a shotgun again? Because that's how I. That's got how mine. you got your most recent bronze star. Yeah. Yeah. It was fucking hardcore too. And by the way, yeah, I was, he's got the—he's got a real one. Oh, by the way, I was out of incendiary shells. Those were just straight shotgun shells. I was fucking ruining fools on that level. <sighs> I was making a Call of Duty reference, everybody. He was also the class president of Arkadelphia High School. That is a fake place. One hundred percent. He's from Arkadelphia, no, Arkansas. He definitely isn't. I mean, from, from, there's one thing I know <laughs> for sure: he's not from Arkadelphia because that's not a real place. I'm from Alaska Toon. Yeah, exactly. No, that's not a place. Anyway, uh, I lost my mind when I read that, so I'm sure everything you said about Terry Shiva was great. Yeah, it was pretty good. I had a good run. I I had a take. And it didn't suck. That's great. Everyone who listens will get to hear it, because they won't know until I butted in to say that I wasn't listening about that other... Right. Exciting fact. They'll be excited twice, I think. Also, nobody cares about Fitzhill. Um, well, also, you and I care. It was the college football playoff announcement day. Like, if they do the rankings every Tuesday, so we have the latest rankings. It's uh, Clemson one. They're the defending champs. Very nice. Uh, then I believe they have Auburn two. Even though they got two losses because they've beaten number one Georgia and then number one Alabama in the last. Can be an all Tigers. Maybe. Uh, well. But- and then we'll see. three, I think they had Oklahoma and four Wisconsin with uh, uh, the Oklahoma Tigers and the Wisconsin Tigers. Yes. And uh, the Alabama Tigers are fifth and the Georgia Tigers are sixth, I believe. So cool. 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 A lot cool, of, cool. lot of options there for mascots. Um, so, but all the conference title games are coming up this weekend. So all that could change again. So, <clears throat> oh yeah, I guess it, I guess if the conference championships are all still to come then yeah there, some of those things are definitely going to change again i never either because somebody beats somebody really good in a conference championship and gets bumped up or yep. because somebody loses yeah i mean to so, a really good team and then has to drop down for example clemson's number one in the rankings miami's who they're playing in the acc championship they're number seven if miami wins that they're obviously going to jump into the top four because their already good resume will be improved by a win over the number one team so like yep. they're going to jump up um uh, Wisconsin's playing Ohio State. If Wisconsin wins, obviously they're still in. If Ohio State wins, it's kind of a maybe because they got a couple of losses. Um, Oklahoma's playing TCU. I don't think TCU can get in if they win. But obviously if Oklahoma loses, they're out. Um, what was the other team? Oh, Auburn. Auburn's playing Georgia. The winner of that is definitely going to be in the top four. So, um, But I don't understand the point of the rankings. I don't get it. I don't know what it's for. Uh, where sounds I State? Unranked. Unranked? <laughs> Unranked. Not even number 25? Nope, not even number 25. Though they did win a game. Yeah. I was very surprised because they played they played a team that was above 500 and beat them. I was very surprised. Uh, well, it's, it doesn't do them any good. It's it's just, uh, just to show a random element in football. Yeah. It serves no other purpose. Well, it got them out of the ESPN bottom 10, so... That's Aww. the good thing. So they won't be the pillow fight of the week? No, they, no, they can't be. Do they be. still do that feature? Yeah, they can't be in the pillow fight of the week this week. It's because uh, they're outside of the bottom ten. Um, but they are number 11, by the way, in the bottom ten. <laughs> they're still, I like, they're still I like about the pillow fight of the week that it's not 
is not really a problematic description of events. So yeah, we haven't had to we haven't had to change it over the years. Yeah, they didn't call it this. These team play like girls. Anyway, I don't know why you're surprised about Wyoming. They beat Cal Poly. Yeah, so if you beat Cal Poly, you can beat seven and four Wyoming. They did then lose to every other team they played. They got rocked by a lot of teams, all the teams basically, until Wyoming, and uh, they played some bad teams. Well, the most points they've scored in any game this year, win or loss, right, uh, is thirty-four, and huh. that was against Cal Poly. There you go. Um, yeah, they're terrible. Yeah. Again, I, that's why it was so shocking. They were again. I mean, San Diego State shouldn't beat you fifty-two to seven. Well, they were one twenty-nine out of one thirty in the S and P Plus going into last week. So, they were by measures of statistics, they were very nearly the very worst team in one A or uh, FBS, as it's called. I think only UTEP's below them. UTEP finished winless. Zero and twelve. I forgot that that was a school. You I haven't heard anyone them. say UTEP in... That's the University of Texas at El Paso. But I haven't heard anybody say that in a long time. Can you imagine how hard it is to do anything in El Paso? Nothing's near El Paso. It's just well, Mexico up. is very, very <laughs> near it. When up. we were driving through it on Highway 10, uh, Katie and I both got texts to our phone that said, Welcome, Welcome to, to Mexico, Mexico from at and must happen to people all the time over there. How annoying would that be? It's like, hey, I'm still... In the United States, and B, I'm not even stopping in El Paso. I'm just passing through. Yeah. I was going to Las Cruces. It's just like, there ain't not, there's nothing. There ain't nothing there. How can you recruit there? Come to El Paso, where... We're right across the border from the beheading capital of the world. Yeah, like, there's nothing. You can't recruit there. So, I'm not surprised they're 0-12. They're the miners. The UTEP miners. Yes. They play in the Sun Bowl. I'm just naming things I know about UTEP. Well, that's better than I could have done without hitting Wikipedia. The Sun Bowl has an average attendance of 52,000. Okay, so you're on Wikipedia. So, nope, I'm not. I'm just guessing. Is it 52,000? 52,500, I'll say. Well, hold on. Let's see. That's what I remember. Something like that. Low 50s, I'd say. Uh, let's see if the Sun Bowl even has a fucking article. It's got to. It was one of the early bowl games. It's like the only reason anyone ever came to El Paso. You can do it. Pilot wings. I want to know about the stadium. That's right. Pilot wings. Uh, 51.5, it says. Damn it, it was off by 1,000. That was real good. That's real good. That's 2%. Son of a beast thing. They got that cool thing where like the one of the end zones is like tarped off or something. It just says like some Oh, yeah. It says Sun Bowl or something like that. Maybe now it has corporate sponsorship. Uh, it now says like, El Paso, Texas. Oh, that's not Miners. Good. Oh, that's fine. UTEP then. Miners, El Paso, Texas. That's fine. At least if this picture is at all recent. Mm. Uh, the colors uh, are It might not be that blue. recent. It was posted to Flickr. Uh, it's two, from 2009. So in 2009, <laughs> it didn't have... It didn't have uh, the, corporate That's the picture of the most recent pictures from 2009. Uh, no, it's the picture that's on Wikipedia. Uh, the colors are orange and blue, dude. That is true. Um, who's coached them before? Did Mike Price coach them? Um, Control F, Mike Price. Well, he got fired in 2012. Yes! So currently, we're in the Sean Coogler era. Did not know that. 
would not have been able to tell you Before that. Mike Price, it was Gary Nord. Oh, man. Can I wonder if I can name a player who went to UTEP? Charlie Bailey. Who is any NFL players been to the UTEP? Uh, can't think any off the top of my head. All right. Let's go All down right. to notable. Wait. Why is there no list of players who went to the maybe, NFL? Maybe Wikipedia agrees with me. Maybe no one ever made it. No, that can't be true. Yeah, they used to have sort of decent teams from time to time, but that's a really tough job. It'd be really hard to win there. It's not like Houston or something. Something you can recruit to. I guess if we're down to what notable players <laughs> played at UTEP, <laughs> probably, we're probably we can sign about, off. About done with this year podcast. <laughs> All right. Huh? Well, that was sports. Right? Sports <laughs> roundup. Sports roundup. So, everybody. Next week, presuming yeah. that we have a podcast next week, it yes. will not be a Star Trek podcast. Yeah, we're still holding on. We are not doing any more Star Treks until the new year, because Matt's got to get settled. In Fort Nasty or name pending. Fort Nasty. It's um, The thing about Fort Nasty yeah. is that the Nasty sounds like it might be named for Nashville. Ooh. Is that a thing that people call Nashville? They call it Nasty? I don't know that they do. Because Tennessee, if you just shorten that to T, nasty, right? It'd be nasty, Nash, Ma- Nashville, Tennessee. Don't call it N bomb. Don't call no. it Fort N bomb. Because people one. will think you are a bad man. Yeah. Yes. Whereas if you call it Fort Nasty, people will think Marjan is a bad woman. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So Marjan, it's really on you to come up with a better name for this place. I should call it... How about the Cares Palace? Because you have so many special cares. Okay, that's interesting. How about uh, Coyote Handsome? No, well... Right? Because I'm I'm handsome. And there's another thing that's called Coyote Ugly. That's the other one. That's the condo across from me. It's Coyote Ugly. Well, anyway, we'll get, uh, we'll get, hopefully we can knock out a pod next week, but I don't know. It's hard to say. I will tell you, in case you do want to get ahead on your Star Treks, oh, yeah. once again, and you, for some reason, you're not consulting Landrew regularly. Yeah, please. Which is a mistake. Landrew.horse, everybody. It's not that hard to remember. It's not Landrew. I haven't paid for that domain. Oh, don't... sorry. <laughs> don't want to give away traffic to somebody. You're right. It's horse.dog, anyway. <laughs> and, uh, uh, the episodes to watch for the start of the new year. Uh, the alternative factor, mm-hmm. where silence has lease. You're right. Necessary evil. That's the DS9. That's right. Resistance. Voyager. Carbon Creek. I know that one. I remember that one, and you're not going to like it. I expect not to. Yeah. All righty. Well, we did good. I think we did really good. Thanks for all the mailbag stuff. I thank you, everybody, for contributing to a mailbag. I mean, seriously, we got everyone in there. We got, well, we didn't get Ben, but we got Marjan in there, and we got Ryan, and we even got Kyle. We even got little Kyle in there. That's right. So, and not just a tweet about something that his kid said. Uh, though I do often find those pretty good, because his kid runs him. Those kids got away with words, for sure. His kid runs his show. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, prove us wrong, Kyle. <laughs> right. He's not. He doesn't have time to listen to this horse listens. nonsense. Yeah, I think he just... Check us out on the Twitter, Kyle. Uh, everybody, keep tweeting us things for next the next mailbag, whenever that is. Uh, that's at Brother Date. And then um, 
and you can find it at all the stuff at brother com and the, and check out the iTunes if you want to if you want to check out old episodes or something or if maybe we'll put a good picture up as the iTunes picture maybe that's a reason to go there maybe yeah. I'll put a song up there maybe we'll put a song up who knows you'll never know all right everybody none may know bye, bye. what in our time i want to hear about sandusky that's my time okay so sandusky can stay please subscribe